Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi everyone and welcome to episode 4. On today's show we're going to be covering the tragic death of George Floyd. This for me was probably one of the worst things that I saw in 2020 and I think we should all remember George Floyd because he was an innocent man who was killed while being detained by police and there was no need for the degree of force that was used by the police. George Floyd, I wouldn't say that he resisted He was being shoved into a car that he didn't want to go in because he was claustrophobic. Whether he was claustrophobic or not, the police were literally shoving him into the car and it shouldn't have happened. And this is why he resisted, because he didn't want to do something. It's almost like telling somebody to go into a lift when they are scared of confined spaces and you are pushing them into that lift. They're not going to want to go in. They are going to resist going in. Again, it's the same with somebody who doesn't like water, doesn't like swimming. If you're going to push them into a swimming pool, they're going to resist. This was the same thing here. He was claustrophobic. He didn't want to go into the car and have the door shut. So firstly, we're just going to give a bit of background into George Floyd, who George Floyd was and what happened prior to May 25th, 2020. So George Floyd was born on the 14th of October, 1973 in Fayetteville, North Carolina. He grew up in Houston, Texas, and then moved to Minneapolis in 2014. Going back to George Floyd's younger years, he excelled at American football, eventually starting a two-year football scholarship at the South Florida Community College, and later transferred to Texas A.M. University in Kingsville in 1995. George then returned to Houston and became an automotive customizer. George also previously performed as a rapper called Big Floyd. His deep voice mastering the lyrical rhythm 
He worked on an album released in 2000 with presidential players called Block Party. Now, George's life wasn't all bells and whistles. It was littered with issues with the police between 1997 and 2005. He was convicted of eight separate crimes, including theft, drug possession and trespass. In one of these cases, he was arrested for possessing less than half a gram of cocaine in 2004. I'm not big on drugs, but for me, that doesn't sound like a lot of drugs. That sounds like George should have been, had it taken off him, and warned, maybe sent on his merry way. But if he's had previous drug possession cases against him in the past, this might have been a factor in why he was arrested and charged with this. However, the arrest was based on the sole testimony of an officer, Gerald Goines. Goines would later be investigated for a pattern of falsifying evidence. Really, these charges should have been dropped against George Floyd because of the police officer falsifying evidence. The worst of George Floyd's convictions was for aggravated robbery with a deadly weapon. He was arrested three months later after a seven-year-old victim of the robbery identified him in a photo lineup and he served five years in prison as part of a plea deal. A seven-year-old identified him. I can't, I cannot remember me being seven-year-old, but in a lineup, would I have been able to identify somebody? It's possible, it's possible, but it's also possible that that seven-year-old may have just picked any random person out. So make up your own minds on that one. But that, to me, has grounds for reasonable doubt that it was George Floyd who committed that crime. And it'd be also a bit interesting to see what the part of the plea deal was. Was the plea deal, if you plead guilty to it, you only get five years, but if you plead not guilty, you will be found guilty and you'll get 20. Do you know what I mean? Who knows? Sentences in America carry out a lot longer terms than sentences in the UK. So, you know, you... you we don't know what that plea deal was, but I'm reckoning that he got a shorter term for admitting guilt to it. After his release, George decided it was time to turn his life around. He became much more involved in the church. The resurrection of Houston was a Christian church and ministry where he was mentoring young men and posting anti-violence videos on social media platforms such as Facebook. He was a pillar of his society, delivering meals to senior citizens and volunteering with projects in the area projects such as Angel by Nature Foundation. George was finding his purpose in life, helping others. Even though he had his own struggles, he wanted to be there for others, to guide them on the right path. And, you know, George has been in prison. He didn't want people to end up in the same place that he had. A friend even stated, quote, George has made some mistakes that have cost him some years of his life, but that he wanted to turn his life around and was doing that through the church. In 2014, George then moved to Minneapolis, Minnesota, to continue building his life. He started by looking for a job and took up a security role after completing a 90-day rehabilitation program at the Turning Point program in North Minneapolis. After losing his security job, Floyd took various other jobs and looked to get his commercial driver license. He completed the required drug test and was ready to start, but it would not last long as George found it increasingly difficult to study for his driving license while working his security job and decided to drop out, focusing more on earning money. Throughout his life, George struggled with drug addiction 
and went through periods of use and sobriety. On the 25th of May 2020, Minneapolis police officers arrested George Floyd outside a Cup Foods convenience store after a convenience store employee called 911 and told the police that Mr. Floyd had bought cigarettes with a counterfeit $20 bill. The police arrive and talk to the, the store clerk and then he's pointed in the direction of, of the vehicle that George Floyd is in. this point I do believe that the police officers have done everything right 
that officers Thomas Lane and J. Alexander Kung have done everything that they can. They've taken George Floyd out of the car, they've handcuffed him for their own safety and for George's safety, and then they've lent him against the wall, sat down, where he's calm. He's a bit heated to start with, he doesn't want to get arrested. You can hear him say, I don't want to go back there because he thinks he's going to go back to prison. He obviously don't want to go back there. And you can see he's a bit upset by it. But they calm him down. They put him against a wall across the street from Cook Foods convenience store. And he, he's quite calm. He's being polite. And you can hear in his voice that the worry's starting to shift. It's starting to go a little bit. this point George Floyd is now moved from the wall that he is leaning against or sat against he's now stood up he's then taken across the road by the two police officers and he is directed towards a squad car the squad car is parked directly outside the cook foods convenience store 
the difference between George Floyd being sat in the car before is what he was not under any pressure he was not handcuffed behind his back he was relaxed in a car and he had no worries in the world now he is going to be put in the back of a squad car you can hear him saying ready to pop the question and take advantage of 30% off the jewelers at bluenile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com to get 30% off. Select lab-grown diamonds. That's BlueNile.com for 30% off lab-grown diamonds. BlueNile.com. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. I'm claustrophobic. I don't want to sit in there. The police officers are telling him to turn around. He fell to the floor. And this is all because of worry. He's worried that he's going to be thrown in the back of that car, having the handcuffs on him. And that is the big difference. He's handcuffed. He's in a situation that he doesn't want to be in. And this is causing him panic and worry. That's the difference between being sat in the car previously, relaxed, and being sat in the squad car now, where he's not relaxed. He's pleading with the police officers. He is literally begging the police officers not to put him in that car. This is just my personal view, but I believe that George Floyd has seen the police car, he's been put in handcuffs, is associated with both of these things as going back to prison and it's somewhere he doesn't want to go, and this is when the panic starts to set in. Man. Man's 
So at this point, you can clearly see on the body cam footage that George Floyd has gone into a panic attack. He's stating that he cannot breathe. He doesn't want to go in the back of the car because he thinks he's going to prison and a panic attack is starting. He's already told the police officers who are claustrophobic. He's now telling them that he can't breathe and what happens next is disturbing. The police officers put him on the floor after dragging him out of the car they put him onto the floor at the side of the police vehicle near the rear tyre and they lay him down on his stomach with his hands handcuffed behind his back. Derek Chauvin then rams his knee into George Floyd's neck. Derek Chauvin is there for 9 minutes and 29 seconds, pressing his knee into his neck, restricting George Floyd's ability to breathe. I'm not going to play the full nine minutes of him being on because it's very repetitive in what George Floyd is saying, but you can gather that he's struggling to breathe. He's got Derek Chauvin's knee into his neck and he's struggling. He knows that he's in a bad situation. He's telling people to tell his family that he loves them because he doesn't think he's going to make it out of it. And he were exactly right. The situation that he was in, he was desperate. Derek Chauvin kept his knee on George Floyd's neck for 9 minutes and 29 seconds. I'll give you a moment to let that sink in. I can't, I can't comprehend why it would need to be on him for that long. They couldn't have just sat him up like they did before against the car tyre, stood in front of him so that oncoming traffic didn't hit him, or put him outside cup foods with the handcuffs on until he'd calmed down. I don't understand why they would have to force him onto the floor and shove a knee into his neck. It's just not policing. It's not. Not for a man who isn't resisting arrest. The only reason he was resisting while he was on the floor was because he couldn't breathe. He was trying to adjust his body so that he could get air into his lungs. That's the only reason. Now I've worked for the police as a special constable and if you don't know what a special constable is, a special constable in a nutshell is somebody who is a police officer but the only difference is they don't get paid for it. It's voluntary. I did that for up to three years and you're never taught to push your knee into somebody's neck. Might be different in America but I don't think so. You are taught how to incapacitate somebody by using various pressure points on their body and you are told certain holds with people but shoving your knee into their neck and restricting the breathing is not one of them. 
I say incapacitate. I think it's a bit of a strong word, incapacitate. More like detain someone. So when you are using force to detain somebody, your force rises depending on the level of resistance that that person gives. If they are fighting back, then you will do the same. You'll rise to that level. But if they're not resisting in the slightest, your level of force is lower. You do not have to use force if somebody is not resisting. George Floyd is actually put into the back of the car and instead of shutting the doors, the police are more concerned with getting him to sit up. Now, if they'd have just shut the doors on him, he probably would have wiggled himself up to sit down. But what they did was, they dragged him onto the, out of the car and onto the floor. As a result of Derek Chauvin shoving his knee into George Floyd's neck for 9 minutes and 29 seconds, George Floyd dies on the roadside after pleading with police to let him up so that he could breathe. It's horrific. There's no other word for it. It's horrific. The following day, Derek Chauvin and the other officers involved were all fired. Chauvin was arrested on the 29th of May 2020 for the murder of George Floyd. On the 29th of March 2021, the prosecution began its case at the Hennepin County Government Centre. Fences were erected outside the centre and a massive security effort including putting 2,000 National Guard members and over 1,000 cops on the streets while businesses and government buildings boarded up. Protests were taking part throughout the whole country. On the 29th of March 2021, Prosecutor Jerry Blackwell stated Mr Chauvin betrayed his badge while his defence attorney, Eric Nelson, said that Chauvin did exactly what he had been trained to do. 400 people were included on a list of prospective trial witnesses, but only 38 were called to testify, including Genevieve Hansen, a bystander and EMT certified firefighter of the Minneapolis Fire Department who witnessed Floyd's condition and wanted to treat him, but was not allowed. As you can hear, Genevieve asks if she can check his pulse and the Minneapolis Police Department refuse and tell her to get back on the sidewalk. And when you couldn't do that, how did that make you feel? Totally distressed. Were you frustrated? Yes. Derek Chauvin decided not to testify in his own defence and probably for good reason. The jury deliberation began on the 19th of April 2021 following closing arguments. On April 20th, the jury announced it had reached a verdict after 10 hours of deliberation. Chauvin was found guilty on all three counts, becoming the first white Minnesota police officer to be convicted of murdering a black person. After the verdict was read, Chauvin's bail was revoked and he was remanded in custody by the Hennepin County Sheriff's Office, which transferred Chauvin to the Minnesota Department of Corrections. Chauvin was then booked into the Oak Park Hikes Maximum Security Prison and held in solitary confinement for 23 hours a day. Derek Chauvin was sentenced to 22 and a half years in prison for the murder of George Floyd. Initially, the judge 
was going to sentence Derek Chauvin to 12 and a half years as a first-time offender with no prior criminal history. On May 12th, Judge Cahill allowed the prosecution to seek a greater prison sentence after finding that Chauvin treated Floyd with particular cruelty and this is why he was given 22.5 years in prison. I believe that this sentence, although it will never bring George back, I believe that this sentence will make police officers think twice about how they're dealing with people in the future and to treat them like humans and not like garbage. George Floyd was treated in an inhumane way by Derek Chauvin and now Derek Chauvin is going to pay with them 22.5 years in prison. Thank you once again for listening to this podcast and you know as when I first started this didn't think it was going to be anything and it is growing and it's growing quite fast. It's growing faster than I thought it would so thank you for everybody who is listening, everybody who supported the podcast. If you're not sure of our podcast and you're a first time listener jump onto Instagram, give us a follow on Instagram, like us on Facebook and if you don't want to hear ads throughout these podcasts please join Acast Plus or jump onto patreon.com Motive to Murder and sign up for one of our membership packages. Thank you once again, see you in the next one. powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.